Amen. Well, there's a lot of a lot of verses for that song. Uh, <clears throat> and I my, my voice is going to go worse just trying to sing all the verses, but boy, I love that song though. It's one of my favorite uh, carols. All right, uh, Dad, come on up. If I had, uh, if I had my choice, and be raised in any fa family that I, that uh, I could choose. Of course, we don't have choice, you know. But uh, I'd love to be raised in the Cooey family, with all those kids. I was a only child, and I had to go out and work hard to find somebody to play with, and uh, find friends and everything. But that's the first reason I'd have so many uh, other children to play with. And the other reason, uh, I, I just love to hear Miss Cooey uh, sing. And uh, I'd love to go to sleep at night listening to her sing. And uh, But we have what we have, amen? Our kids probably would have liked to have a different home to be raised in. And then a preacher's home. Uh, I can remember many times, you know, small crowds don't bother me. I've pastored, I've started churches. <clears throat> if you don't want to uh, preach to a small church, small congregation, don't don't ever start a church. Because <clears throat> you don't know who's going to be there, and, uh, if anybody. Many a times I've preached a whole message just to my th three kids, or maybe two of them. Mom might have been home with a baby, which is Jeremy. And, uh, but I let them have it. You know, I raked them over the coals, you know. My opportunity, they had to listen to me. Well, we're talking about Christian uh, character uh, and, char and Christian in grace, the grace of God in our life. By the way, the kind of character you have in your life is based on what kind of grace that you get to uh, used to utilizing in your life. We are all what we are by the grace of God. Amen? Um, the sad thing is, it's the most wonderful thing in our life, but it's, it's so easy to run low on grace if we don't watch it. Uh, <clears throat> if, we, if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves struggling with life and struggling with circumstances in life uh, and, and not even realize, hey, something's wrong. I think I'm a little low on grace. Amen? If we've got sufficient grace, there's not anything we can't face, not anything we can't tackle. Uh, we can overcome anything uh, by living by the grace of God. So I want to talk to you tonight about what can the Christian do to get more grace and to maintain a good grace level. Can I say that? Uh, you know, there really is such a thing as a grace level. And that determines how you're faring in your Christian life. You're not a better Christian than anybody else. Uh, you just learn to utilize more of God's grace. Someone else isn't a worse Christian than other people. Uh, they have just learned to maintain a good level of grace. 
uh, in their life. <clears throat> so uh, Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Where, where's bragging then? Amen. Uh, where, what are we going to say about ourselves? Uh, the great man is Paul the Apostle, said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Uh, all, all of whatever good has come from me in my life, I owe it all to the grace of God. And you better give grace credit because God may just withhold a little grace from you and remind you of how desperately you need his grace to operate with. Amen? And uh, to get through life. Uh, so we need to learn to constantly replenish uh, our grace level. Um, we, uh, it's easy to run low on grace and we won't do well. Uh, in anything that we do if we're running low on grace. But it's up to us to see to it that uh, to nurture grace in our life and to see to it that the grace of God is there and it's working, it's operating well in our life. If it's there, it's always operating and it's, it's always doing its job. And uh, we do well when we operate by grace. Uh, if you have bad days, uh, it's a low grace day. Amen? You're just running low on grace. Uh, if if uh, life seems like uh, it's just not worth it, uh, you're just running a little low on grace. If you've got to recognize that. Readily recognize in your life that something isn't right. Uh, and it usually the problem is, you're running low on grace, and that needs to be replenished. So I'm going to give you some ideas tonight about how to replenish the grace of God in your life and uh, keep it working, keep, keep, it, keep your tank full, amen, <clears throat> so you can have plenty of the grace of God to operate in your life. Let's pray before we begin. Father, I pray you bless us now <clears throat> as only you can. <clears throat> Lord, of course, you know more about grace. You designed grace. You never meant for us to operate in the flesh and by our own strength. You meant for us to live and operate by the grace, by your grace. And uh, everything goes well as long as we're depending on your grace to get us through life and over our difficulties and uh, through the hard times in our life as well as the good times. Uh, we still need your grace. We need uh, we'd never get proud and puffed up if we'd understand, it's the, as Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. It all depends on the grace of God in my life and how I lean on the grace of God and how I depend on the grace of God and how I trust the grace of God to operate in my life and, and help me be what God intended for me to be and to keep me from being what uh, God didn't intend for me to be. And your grace does all that. Thank you for that. And I pray that uh, you'd help us learn tonight how to replenish the grace of God in our life. Bless us in Jesus' name we pray for his sake. Amen. God wants you to learn to cultivate <coughs> grace in your life. He wants you to be, keep that on the front lobe of your brain. Uh, keep that in your memory. That uh, and recognize times when you're running low on grace. Uh, we will say, "Well, I'm just having a bad day." No, you're having a low grace day. That's what it is. 
uh, days are all the same. Amen? There's no such thing as a good day and a bad day. Uh, I mean, the sun comes up in the east and sets in the west, and, and the life goes on. Uh, but the, the, how we're uh, walking in the grace of God and depending on God's grace and to lead us and direct us and empower us, you know, we're empowered by the grace of God. You ever get feeling like you're, you're just drained? I know every uh, new mother uh, of, of children just go through times where they're just drained. Well, the grace of God fills us up and empowers us and, and keeps us going. Uh, so God wants you to learn to cultivate grace in your life. Uh, you must have grace in your life in order to help others receive God's grace. Uh, we're supposed to be growing in what? Say it. Grace. Grace. We're supposed to be growing in grace every day. We never stop growing. We never get full grown. Amen. I've never met a full grown Christian that was that didn't need to grow some more. Amen. It's a sad day uh, in your life when you get thinking that you've arrived and you don't need to improve anymore. And uh, my mom used to tell me about a, uh, a, an old man that uh, just thought that he knew it all. He, he had learned everything there is to learn, wasn't anything new to learn. So he said, uh, fellas, just go ahead and carry me on to the graveyard because I already know all there is to know. And on the way to the graveyard, they passed a guy coming the other way with a bucket of hot coals. That's back in the day when they, everything, uh, you know, they warmed their houses with coal and, and they cooked on it and everything. And uh, he had a bucket of coals. And he said, what do you got there? I said, I've got a bucket of coals. What are you doing with that? Well, I, I had a fire over here and I need one over here, so I got a bucket of coals there and I'm going to go over here and start a fire uh, it's easy to start a fire if you got some hot coals on the bottom amen and uh, the old man said well you know I guess I don't know it all I never I never heard that and just take me on back home fellas <laughs> I guess I'll live a little bit longer I don't know it all it's a wonderful that, uh, day in your life when you realize that you don't know it all as far as your Christian life's concerned as far as your relationship with the Lord, as far as how valuable grace is. You know, grace is, is so amazing. Uh, you can learn something new about grace every day. Uh, we can't live without it. We can't maintain without it. We, we, we will end up in the nut house without it. We'll uh, end up uh, giving up on life without grace. You know what? Uh, we as Christians don't realize what we've got. The world doesn't have that. The world doesn't have a lost person. They don't have the grace of God. They could. Uh, but they don't know anything about it. And so they suffer a lot. Don't be hard on, on the world. Uh, you know, I don't know what I'd be if I didn't have the Lord. Amen? And you don't know what you'd be if you didn't have the Lord. Um, it's just by the grace of God that keeps us going. Uh, so you have to have grace in your life to, to, help, to help others receive God's grace. Uh, you ought to put up a sign somewhere in your house. I don't often tell people to do something like this, but uh, I, I, I learned this, and uh, I think it's something good to do. What does a sign do? A sign reminds you of something. Uh, 
You ought to put a sign on your desk if you got a desk or just hanging on the wall someplace. And the words in parentheses, or what do they call that, those two little, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, chase grace. Think about that a minute. That's what we ought to be doing. We ought to be chasing after grace continually in our life. Uh, if you don't think you need grace, uh, you're a proud person. You're self-dependent. And I wouldn't want to live one minute in your shoes. I know how much I need God's grace. And you've got to chase grace. Keep up with it. Grace will lead you for the Lord. Uh, it'll keep you active. It'll keep you in church. It'll keep you happy. It'll keep you full of, full of friends. And uh, it make you productive in life and, and make you very helpful with other people. Uh, if you find someone that just doesn't, they say, I'm just not a people person. Well, God didn't make you that way. God made you, he gave you two ears, two eyes, one mouth. He expects you to listen to other people, listen to their problems. Uh, he he expects you to observe the hurting people in the world so you can care and uh, so you can give forth a little grace to others. He, he, he gave you one mouth so you could speak some kind words to someone that's running low on grace. Uh, grace is the best thing you can give other people. Amen? Nothing will help them. Uh, they, they have this problem. What, what is their problem? Well, they think their problem is they don't have enough money. That's the first thing we blame everything on. Amen? All I need to be happy is just a little bit more money. Uh, <clears throat> but that's not what our problem is. Uh, we're not low on money. We're low on grace. The grace of God is what keeps us happy, what keeps us satisfied, what keeps us moving, what keeps us reaching out to others and loving other people. Uh, if you, if you f uh, focus on just maintaining grace in your life, you'll have more friends that you, than you can throw a stick at. I mean, they'll just be coming to you all because people love being around somebody that is operating by grace in their life, and they know it. They're not proud. It's the grace of God. By the grace of God, I am what I am. I, I haven't got anything to brag about. Amen? I know I'm a wonderful preacher. <clears throat> no, I don't. Uh, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Amen? Uh, I, know I'm, I'm, I know I'm a loving person. I hadn't met anybody I didn't love. Amen? I, I, I have a hard time finding somebody that I don't like. Uh, but on that, by the grace of God. Amen? It's humbling to think that any good quality that we have is because of the grace of God. And we start having bad days, and we have several bad days in a row, and we start running low on grace, and we blame everything in the world except the problem. We're just a little low on grace. Amen? We're just a little low on grace. Don't beat yourself up. You're just a little low on grace. You need a little bit more of God's grace today. You ever have one of those days you lay in bed and you're trying to talk yourself into getting up and you don't want to get up? You don't want to face another day? Uh, you, you just don't feel like uh, facing whatever 
you need to face that day. Uh, what, what's wrong? Uh, if you look and check, you're a little low on grace. Amen. Uh, if you got enough grace going on in your life, uh, you'll hop out of bed. Amen. Because grace is what gets us through and keeps us going and uh, makes it go. So I'm going to give you some, uh, I think I got about five things here, six things that will help you maintain your grace level and keep it up high. Amen. Because uh, according to the grace of God working in your life, that's what your life's going to be like. Uh, it, nothing will replace the grace of God. Amen? Not personality. Uh, not uh, uh, how, how smart you are. Uh, not uh, how good a talker you are. There's nothing that will take the place of the grace of God working in your life. And so we've got to maintain our grace level. How can we do it? How can we cultivate more grace? Number one, be honest with God. <clears throat> By the way, you can't afford to be honest with God. Now, I don't tell all my problems and all my woes to everybody. Why? Because people love to criticize. They love to gossip. They love to find out your weaknesses, you know. And so I, I don't blab all my weaknesses to the whole world uh, but uh, you can afford to be honest with a gracious God. Because God knows us already. God knows what our problems are. God knows that we have low grace days. And we need a little bit more grace. But it's for us to recognize that too. Because God can work in the heart of the Christian that understands grace and understands when they're running low on grace. Why? Because they're receptive to the grace of God. And God can give them a little bit and they go a long ways. And it makes such a difference in their life. Uh, so be honest with God. You, you know you can't hide anything from God anyways. He always finds out. Amen. If you're low on something, he knows. He knows. My mom used to say, I know you like the book. Like a book. I, I didn't really know what she meant by that. But she said, I know you like a book. I know you from cover to cover. I know you inside out. I know all about you. And God even knows us more. But he doesn't use that knowledge to uh, run us down, to criticize us. Uh, he wants to help us in our weak areas, to be stronger. And he helps us through grace. So be honest with God. You can afford to be honest with a gracious God. Uh, don't try to ignore your mistakes Admit them to God. As soon as you, uh, uh, you ought to have a, a, a sin list, a confession list. Uh, when you mess up, a mess up list, let's call it. Uh, we all do it, amen. Uh, confess it to God as soon as you do. Uh, and, and say, God, uh, you've got the grace to get me past this. And, and God, you've got the grace to help me get out of this and quit being this way and quit having this problem. Uh, if it's personality, uh, if it's just a bad attitude, amen, you've got many people have a BA degree, bad attitude degree, amen. Their, their attitude stinks about everything. And boy, that's so bad because your life's going to turn out according to your attitude. Amen. You're going to be an overcomer if you've got a good attitude. You're going to be defeated if you've got a rotten attitude. But grace is what keeps, helps you with your attitude. 
Perhaps you always have a um, positive uh, overcoming attitude about you. Uh, so don't try to ignore your mistakes. A admit them. Tell them to God. Uh, allow him to meet you in the moment, uh, that moment with his grace. God's not a judgmental God. God's not a critical God. He's a loving God. He's a helpful God. And he helps us by giving us just a little bit more grace for whatever life is calling for at that moment. Amen? Whatever your life is like, whatever you're going through, the answer is just a little bit more grace. A little bit more of God's grace. And you can handle it. Amen? And you can make it. And you've, if you've tripped, you've fallen, but with God's grace, you can get up and go a little further. Amen? Uh, you can go another day. Uh, when you run out of God's grace, you know what? That's when people die. They don't have grace to live anymore. They've given up on life. You ever met someone like that? I mean, they just live so long, and life's, just, life's gotten so hard, and... Uh, <laughs> And they just don't have the grace to face another day. But that doesn't have to happen to you. You can always have a fresh dose of God's grace. If you're honest with God uh, and just tell him, Lord, I'm running low on grace. Uh, um, <clears throat> you, you aren't perfect. There is only one perfect person, and they crucified him. You heard about him, Jesus. But even Jesus lived by the grace of God. Did you know that? Jesus uh, uh, did all of his miracles and loved people by the grace of God. Uh, that, that's what we, we can't do anything that's good and proper without the grace of God. At least we can't do it very long. Uh, you know what? You can get burnt. You know how many pastors every year quit the ministry? You know what their problem is? Burnout. It's not burnout on the ministry. It's burnout on people. They just get tired of working with people. What I've noticed, people don't always do what you tell them to do. They come for counseling. Preacher, if you'll just tell me what to do, uh, I'll do it and we'll fix this. But they don't do it. They blame something else. They start talking about somebody else. It's their problem. Uh, so it's, it's hard to minister grace to other people. Uh, but you've got to keep... Uh, uh, you keep honest with God about how much you need God's grace. Uh, don't ever get puffed up in thinking that you don't need the grace of God because you need it. Uh, <clears throat> then learn, secondly, learn to forgive yourself. I don't know why people have a hard time forgiving themselves. I think they're deceived. They, they think they're more perfect than they are. They think they're better than they are. Um, but you're headed for a downfall when you get thinking too highly of yourself. Amen? Uh, <clears throat> man, we, we're just human. And uh, God didn't make any perfect humans except Jesus. Amen? And we all have our hang-ups. We all have uh, our problems. But many people, when they have problems, they take it too personal. This is all my fault. I brought this on myself. Uh, and they have a hard time forgiving themselves uh, if they ever mess up and maybe uh, uh, make somebody upset or 
lose a friend they've had for years. Um, they, they, they blame it on themselves, and, and they don't forgive themselves. Uh, you, you can't move on with life if you keep too hard a score on yourself. Why is that? Because it's a constant reminder how rotten we are. Amen? If you keep too high a score, you shouldn't keep too high a score on other people. Because all you've got to deal with is other human beings. Amen? Uh, grace helps you with that either, too. But learn to forgive yourself. We, we learn that uh, by grace. The grace is still there. God's grace is always abundant. It's always there. But you don't feel it. You can't partake of it. Because you are unforgiving to yourself. How can I do this? I've gotten away from God's grace before. I thought I'd never do that again, but here I am. And I'm running low on God's grace. You, if you want more grace, you've got to learn to forgive yourself of what times you struggled through and muddled through life uh, without the grace of God. We all do it. it. It can happen any morning when you open your eyes and you run, race into the day and you're thinking so hard about your, your goals or your responsibility or what you've got to do to take time and say, God, I think I'm going to need an extra dose of your grace today. Uh, so don't uh, learn to forgive yourself if you forget and you race into life and you race into your day and you don't take time to get your grace cup filled up again. Amen? This will help you. Are you having a good time? Huh? Or am I getting through? Huh? Uh, if you'll let me, I'll get through. And you'll understand you're, you're not a bad person. It's not your personality. It, it, it's not your IQ. Uh, it's, it's not, you're not a mean person. Uh, you just need a little bit more of God's grace. Because life is hard. And then we die. Amen? That's the synopsis right there. Life is hard, and then we die. But it doesn't have to be that way. By the grace of God being faced every day, uh, like a new day, have new grace, new power, a new desire uh, to serve the Lord. But you've got to forgive yourselves for the times that uh, you've run low on grace. It's just temporary. If I'm uh, getting busy and I get in the car and I take off and go and forget to look at the gas tank and I run out of gas, I can sit beside the road and beat myself up all day long, but I'm still out of gas. I'm still stuck. They got such a thing called cell phone now, amen? I can call Pastor Jeremy and say, <laughs> I, I, I did it again. <laughs> I ran out of gas. <coughs> <clears throat> we all run out of gas. But learn to forgive yourself. Um, it's, I think one of the hardest things to do is to understand that we are not our own personal judge and ex executor. We feel like we need to constantly judge ourselves and execute ourselves for every little thing that goes wrong in our life. Well, this is my fault. This is what I did. 
I took off without God's grace, and I knew better, but I did, and I'm having a hard time. You can get God's grace again any time. They say, God, I'm sorry. I forgot. I need your grace today. I can't make it without it. Uh, I don't know why I took off without it, but I did. Can you can you get it to me real quick so I can make it through this day? I, I need your grace. Don't don't forgive yourself quickly because everybody needs forgiveness. Amen. Uh, you'll have a hard time no matter how quickly you forgive yourself, forgiving yourself before God forgives you because God forgives you instantly. Amen. God doesn't hold grudges. Did you know that? I know people that live their life like God is holding a grudge against them. He's not. Amen. Uh, and th those people are pretty miserable. If your best friend is your worst enemy, you've got problems. Amen. And God's your best friend. Don't look at him like he's always uh, got it long uh, bad. But you've just run low on grace. Forgive yourself. Uh, you don't need to pay for your sins with your guilt. Amen? Guilt never really paid for sins. Guilt just realized, caused you to re recognize your sin so you could go to God for grace. And God, I, I need your grace today. I'm just a human being. I'm just a, ball of, a lump of clay with two legs walking around on this earth and uh, I messed up again. But you need to realize God's already forgiven you before you even ask Him to. And He wants you to forgive yourself. Amen? Most of the forgiveness you need in your life is you need to forgive yourself for the times that you've run low on grace. That's it. God's quick to forgive. God will forgive you in a snap of a finger. God loves to forgive. That's why Jesus died so he, he could forgive. He, he didn't keep counting. He said, all right, now you remember this is one, two. This is about five times. This same problem you've had. God doesn't do that. If you'd ask him how many times you've uh, you run off without his grace, he couldn't tell you. But you know yourself that you don't have His grace. You're not trusting in His grace. And life is hard. Uh, so you don't need to pay for your sins with your guilt. Uh, you don't have to pay for your shortcomings. Uh, God already has forgiven your sins centuries before you were born in Christ. We have such a forgiving God. So learn to forgive yourself. The more, uh, the more quickly you can forgive yourself, the more you can move on with your life. And the more you can learn from it, and the more uh, you can get back on your feet with God's grace and realize it's not all over. Uh, I'm not the only person who's ever run off without God's grace. I'm not the only person that struggled with life without the grace of God or, or abused the grace of God. I, 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 the world's full of people 
They don't ever even consider the grace of God. Amen? Christians, they don't even consider how desperately they need God's grace. I want to tell you, your biggest need is the grace of God. You need it every day. You need an abundance of it. You'll never be able to make it without it. So you've got to continually replenish that uh, and get more grace. And, and uh, so if you learn to forgive yourself, don't waller in your sin. Don't waller in your uh, uh, lack of grace. Just get up and say, God, I forgot something. I need more grace. I need more grace. I need more grace. Would you say that sometime this week? Would you remember that? When you're having a hard time, just say, God, I think I need more grace. God said, okay, got it. I got plenty of it. I got boatloads of it. I plenty to go around. I'm glad to give it to you. Because the grace of God is what keeps us going. So you be honest with God. You learn to forgive yourselves. Number three, uh, speak gently to yourself. We're way too harsh on ourselves. Nobody is as hard on you as you are on yourself. Is that true or not? Come on, let's be honest today. Let's take a vote. It, aren't you harder on yourself than anybody else? You see your weaknesses. You see your shortcomings long before anybody else sees them. Yeah, if you'd get this, this would help you. You wouldn't always be sitting around thinking, I wonder what this person thinks about me. They looked at me kind of crooked, kind of cockeyed. I wonder what they think. I don't think they like me. Amen? You ever get thinking that way? I don't think people like me. You know, it's not that people don't like you. People are so busy with life and trying to make it through life, they don't even know you're around. Amen? And that's bad. We ought, we ought to care for one another and love one another and help one another. Uh, but it's not that people don't like you. It's not that people are always judging you. Uh, so we've, we've got to understand that and, and be gentle with yourself when you discover, hey, I'm just running a little long grace today. I think I'll stop at the grace station and fill up wherever that is, beside the road someplace. Just get by yourself and let God fill her up. I need more grace. I'm tired of trying to struggle to go through grace. A, to a toddler accidentally broke something. How do you react? Uh, do you scream and yell uh, at them? Uh, no. They're a toddler. That's what toddlers do. We, our kids broke more things and didn't matter how long we had them, or how valuable they were, or how sentimental they were, uh, the things that we had, sooner or later our kids got around to them and broke them. Amen. If you got kids, you got broken things. Amen. And if you got other people living with you in your house, something's going to get broken. Uh, won't you just love people and let go of things? Amen. Wouldn't that be a good idea? Things can be replaced. But if a toddler breaks up, you don't scream to them. Uh, 
you'd wipe their tears and speak gently to them. So why do we get so hard with ourselves when you discovered that we've run out without grace today? We forgot how important God's grace was. We ignored it. We didn't fill up before we left. Uh, we didn't beg God for the grace we need. Uh, we get hard on ourselves. We blame ourselves for everything, whether it's our fault or not. Uh, when we make a mistake, we have the wrong reaction, especially to ourselves. You know, somebody else can do something and apologize to us, and, ah, that's all right. Have you noticed that? But, boy, we're not that way with ourselves. We go kicking ourselves down the street, every little thing we do wrong and every little mistake we make. We're hard on ourselves. And when you run low on grace, hey, it's an easy thing to do. It's as easy to run out of grace as it is to run out of gasoline in your car or run out of milk in your refrigerator. Uh, you, you don't get mad at yourself if you look in the refrigerator and say, man, I'm out of milk. Amen? You just go get some more. Uh, so don't spend your time beating yourself up when it, when it dawns on you that... Uh, You've gotten a little ornery, you've gotten a little mean, you've gotten a little uh, 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 bad at, at your wife or your spouse. Uh, you're just a little low on grace, that's all. Uh, so you've got to learn to forgive yourself and deal with it. Number four, surround yourself with gracious people. What is a gracious person? That's someone that loves filling their life with God's grace. And it rubs off on them. Amen? And they're gracious because they, God, they have a God that's gracious to them. They're not out to get even and, and, and blame somebody else for their mistakes or their problems. Uh, they're, they're gracious people. Uh, you can see them. You recognize them easily. If... Uh, if you're in a, in a mall or you're in a store and you bump into somebody, a gracious person will step back and say, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, my fault. I wasn't paying attention. It's a gracious person. Amen. Said one said, won't you look where you're going? Didn't you see me coming? Oh, are people that way? Yeah, I'm afraid this world's full of ungracious people. But they're the most miserable people in the world. When you're gracious, it sets you free from a bad attitude, from bitterness, from blaming others. It helps you to see people uh, that as good instead of broken, as there's hope for them instead of judging and tearing down. But you can surrender. You can look. You can spot gracious people. They're not hard to spot. They've got a whole different attitude, a whole different outlook on life. Usually, they're happy. Usually, they got a smile on their face. Usually, it's hard to ruffle their feathers. Amen. It's hard to make a gracious person angry. You have to work real hard at it. Amen. First of all, they'll look at you like you're. 
pulling a prank or you're joking if you're trying to, if you go off on them. And if they feel like that you've, uh, you're really upset at them, they'll, they'll start immediately, oh, I'm sorry. That's my fault. Please forgive me. I, I, should, have, I should have been paying attention. Can you forgive me? It's hard to keep going off on a person like that, isn't it? Amen. Why? They're gracious people. They're not weak people. Hey, gra- grace is a strength. Amen. Now, if you learn that and believe that, you won't have trouble hooking up with grace. Grace is a strong character trait. It makes it, it, it uh, makes all your other character traits stronger. If you're honest, you'll become more honest. If you're gracious, if you're wise, you'll become more wise. If you're loving, you become more loving. Uh, with grace, uh, that's not even in my notes. That's a good point, isn't it? God does that all the time, doesn't He? I may get through here today if God doesn't keep giving me more points. Grace is a wonderful thing, and it helps all my other, uh, my personality, uh, helps me pay attention, helps me notice when someone's upset or or someone's having a hard day. Amen. Uh, and. I, Dr. Jack Hiles told about <coughs> going to the airport, <coughs> and he'd always get there early and go to the one of the little restrooms, and uh, <coughs> he'd get the same thing. He'd get a donut and a cup of coffee, and that'd get him going. <coughs> so the waitress uh, came over and slammed her pad on. Uh, table and said, what, what can I get for you? And he looked at her. He said, oh, no, she said, are you ready to order? He said, yes, ma'am. He said, what do you want? Uh, do you want cream with that? Yes, ma'am. Uh, you just want one, one uh, donut? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, and everything she said, he said, yes, ma'am. And it wasn't making fun. He just was being kind to her. And uh, he said, she said, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. That's all you say. What's wrong with you? Do you have a problem? He said, yes, (laughs) ma'am. I just love people. And you're not a bad lady. You're having a hard day. She began to cry. And she said, you know, my husband left me. I got three kids at home. I'm having a hard time making it. I don't don't know how I'm going to make it. Guess what? It's a perfect opportunity to tell her about Jesus. Sitting in that restaurant, he led her to Christ. Whenever he left, he went up and paid his bill. He went back and left a $10 bill for a tip. He began to walk off, and the lady came over and said, Hey, mister, mister! 
She said, you, 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 you left some money here on, on the desk, on the table. He said, well, aren't people allowed to tip in this restaurant? She said, yeah, but I've been so mean to you. Why would you leave such a large tip for me? And that, that's, that's when he led her to Christ. <clears throat> it opens doors. It opens people's hearts to you. If you have a life full of grace. And you're a gracious person. You don't need to go through life making people's lives harder than they already are. They need a little grace. They need somebody that knows what grace is and is living by grace and can send a little grace their way. That life can be a little bit easier for others. That's what grace is for. You love to be around gracious people because you always need that influence. Extend grace to others. <clears throat> Number five, extend grace to others. Uh, if you sow enough grace to others, you can't help but reap it back. And that's, that's about true about anything in our life. What are you low on? Sow some of it. Because the Bible says, whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. You don't have to go out and try to find a place to reap it. It just comes to you. Whatsoever man soweth. If you want more grace, you sow more grace. Uh, extend more grace to others and you'll have more grace. You'll never run out of grace. You'll always have abundant grace. The more gracious uh, you are to other people. Then if you ever feel like you're running low on grace, ask our gracious God and who rich in mercy and love and loves to give grace back to us. He's got abundant grace. Amen. That's why he's always looked with mankind. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, he didn't come over and start beating them up. He forgave them. Amen. From the very beginning, he was a gracious Forgiving God. Now, I want to say this. I don't know. I think God wants me to say it. I, he may not. <clears throat> but I feel like there could be well someone here that you've got hard feelings in your heart at some person in your life. Maybe it's years ago. You may tell you how you can tell. Just start thinking about that person. And see what, how your blood, blood starts boiling up. And the feelings start coming back. Huh? Are you supposed to live that way? With hard feelings about the past. You're the loser. Amen? They, they don't even know. Their life's going on. They may be dead in heaven by now. Who knows? But you're hurting yourself. When you hold a grudge... When you keep bad feelings, grace helps us to forgive and move on with our life.
Amen? You know, you'll, you'll make it through this life if you'll just keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. By the grace of God. Just keep moving forward. And God will give you the grace to do that. And you'll, you'll be able to continually get more grace and, and keep moving by God's grace and accomplish what God wants you to do. I don't think there's anything that our gracious God wants more for us to have than a life of grace. And it makes us a gracious person. You don't have to fake it. You don't have to try to make people think you're that way. It just becomes you. When you depend on the grace of God, it becomes part of your personality. It becomes part of your outlook. It determines how you look at other people. How you feel about other people. All the grudges of the past fall away. All the hurt and the uh, hard feelings of the past uh, fall by the wayside. Grace does that. If you just take a minute and think about what, what's kept you from having the grace of God in your life and living by the grace of God or getting low. What's caused you to get low on the grace of God? It happens to all of us. Just live and you'll sooner or later run low on grace. Amen? But we don't have to. We can just ask God for a little more. And he said, oh, you want more grace? Well, great. I got plenty for you. And it'll make your life so much easier. So much more fun. It'll make you such a delightful person. If you just take, take a little bit more of my grace. If you run out, come see me tomorrow. I got more. You get low next week. Hey, there's still plenty. And life will be so much easier for you. It's easier to love people by the grace of God. It's not their personality. It's not their quirks. It's not their unkindness or their rudeness. It's none of that. That's not why you don't like them. You don't like them because the grace of God isn't ruling in your life. Amen? You'll love everybody when the grace of God takes hold of your heart and your life. You won't ever resist. You'll forgive everybody when you've been forgiven by the grace of God. Otherwise, you'll just run out. And that's really bad when you completely run out of grace. You've got to continue to renew it with the Bible, with prayer, with witnessing. With just loving people. Every time you just take a minute and notice somebody, speak a kind word to them, you'll walk away with a heart full of God's grace. One little kind deed. And the grace comes back in your heart. <laughs> nothing like it. There's nothing like it. I'm glad you came tonight. Uh, you needed this sermon and I needed to preach, to preach it to you. Because <laughs> our whole Christian life depends on what we do with the grace of God. How seriously we take 
the grace of God. Uh, we, we can't afford to be without it or neglect it or not walk and live by the grace of God every day of our life. Thank you for coming tonight. Let's bow our heads and we'll be dismissed in prayer. Father, I thank you. You're such a gracious God. I, I want to be more like you. I want your grace ruling in my life. The most hateful person is a hurting person that needs to see a little bit of God's grace. The most rude person that we run into is a frustrated person because they're living without the grace of God ruling in their life. We, we can't afford to go without it in our lives. And we can't afford not to be spreading it every day to every person we meet, every place we go. Be kind. Be gracious. They need to see a little bit of the grace of God working in their life. It's hard to find it very much anymore. People are in too big a hurry. They've got too many problems of their own. Their life is too heavy itself. That, and they're managing the whole thing by themselves. Without your grace themselves. Lord, we, we can't blame them. We can't fault them. They just don't know about the grace of God unless they see it working in our lives. So bless us, Father. Help us take this seriously. Help us go home tonight and say, God, preacher's right. I need more grace. I need more love, more, more patience, more kindness. I need your grace myself. I know everybody I meet needs it. I pray that I'd just be a funnel for God's grace. That people would receive more grace by just being around me for a few minutes. People need your grace. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name for His sake. Amen.